Hey, history lovers, I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, a show about the past rediscovered. Recently, Disney brought A Wrinkle in Time, a classic work of children's literature, to the silver screen. There was a lot of excitement around the effort to turn the beloved book into a movie, and huge stars like Oprah Winfrey signed up to star. But that enthusiastic reaction isn't exactly what the book got in 1960 when author Madeline Langle was trying to publish it. This is what the publisher said. No, 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 no. That's right. Langle, now a literary icon, could not find a publisher willing to take on the book. For decades, Langle would speak about the crisis of confidence she suffered as publisher after publisher rejected the manuscript she believed in to her core. She said she received 26 rejection letters, most of which she just threw away. But the few that she did keep offer a look at the confusion that Langle's inventive science fiction fantasy, with its girl heroine and spiritual undertones, caused publishers throughout New York. In case after case, when they couldn't categorize the book into a defined genre, they vetoed it. Here's how one editor blew it off in a letter. Quote, This is pleasantly done, but for me, there isn't quite enough story value. Oh, and they thought the novel was way too long. One editor told Langle's agent, quote, before submitting it elsewhere, I would advise the author to do a cutting job on it by half. Ouch. The rejections defined her life and career. In her journal, Langle described the pain of such offhand criticism. Portions of her diary are included in a new biography called Becoming Madeline, which is authored by her granddaughter and sister. Langle wrote, quote, Each rejection, no matter how philosophically expected, is a wound. I won't destroy my book for money for some editor who completely misses the point, which this one obviously did. It was a rough time. Langle was plagued by uncertainty as a writer and a person. She and her husband, actor Hugh Franklin, didn't have it easy. His career was stuttering, and nothing seemed assured least of all, her future as a writer. But she persisted through rejection after rejection, continuing to tinker with the work, but resisting calls for radical revisions. She had faith in the story, which she called the psalm of praise to life, my stand for life against death. One day, a mutual friend put a word in for Langle with publisher John Farrar. He agreed to read the manuscript which he dropped off on January 16, 1961. Two days later, he responded that he was intrigued, but also afraid. He asked for more time. And then he said yes. A Wrinkle in Time arrived at bookstores in January 1962. A year later, it won the Newbery Medal. It's been in print ever since. More than 10 million copies have been sold. How's that for proving those publishers wrong? I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. Special thanks to Steve Hendricks, who reported this story for The Washington Post. For more forgotten stories from history, visit WashingtonPost.com slash Retropod. One more thing. If you like listening to short daily audio stories like Retropod, I think you might also enjoy the Daily 202's Big Idea. It's a political analysis show from political correspondent James Homan. Like Retropod, it runs every weekday on your Amazon Echo, Google Home, or wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more, 
Visit WashingtonPost.com slash voice.